following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. I want to kick things off by giving some advice to those young radio people out there. Don't eat Skittles before you come on air. Oh, no. That's what DG and I just did. It's like, oh, it's it, it's not a good feeling. That I, are, I don't feel 100%. No, that are peanuts. I don't know what it is about Skittles, but they just sap any juices that you have. Well, you got to crunch down on. You know, you put yeah, five Yeah, something about the, the sugar just... Yeah. Zapped out. I really, no no peanuts. No spicy peanuts because you're going to leave shrapnel on the microphone. Popcorn. And, oh, and popcorn too. Don't do it. We Troy and I were at Emporia <laughs> on Friday and the AD comes up to us. I guess he's getting ready to retire. And he goes, hey, uh, can I get you guys anything? I'd be like, well, I'm a... He's like, do you guys want some popcorn? I was like, I love some popcorn, but maybe after the game. He's like, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll go get you guys some. I'm like, what, what, what's your name? He's like, I'm like, is it Jabroni? He's like, no, it's Sam. <laughs> is it Jabroni? And um, I was like, well, we're about to go on air, so maybe after the game. But yeah. I think you brought it up like during a game. and It, it was just after halftime. After. Yeah, just yeah. after well, halftime of the boys' game. Gesture. Tell me you've never been on the radio without telling me you've never been on the radio. Popcorn? Right. You might as well call up and fire me right now, you <laughs> idiot. No, no, no. Shout well, out to we him. were. Uh, I, I told Troy, I gave him the heads up that when you go to Seaman High School, they give you ice cream. Mm-hmm. Did and, not happen this year. And yeah, he didn't get it this year. <laughs> they were like, not for this guy. I was like, man, this is some, they have some really good chocolate ice Ooh. cream. Not as good as Call Hall, but it's, no, it's pretty right? decent. Uh, we got a jam-packed show, guys. Yeah. We have Jeff Mitty coming up at 440. I know the game is two days away, but this is our final live show of the week, so I want to do Mitch Palm. Yeah. Mitch Palm for the game at Oklahoma State. That's going to kick off Hour 2. We're also going to hear from Nigel Pack, who Ooh. spoke with the media at 525. And, of course, Big Steve is going to be stepping in with Do They Know It in the next segment as I'm Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale Hi. here. Um, <laughs> David Garcia is uh-huh. his birth name. Yeah. But he has legally changed it to David G. G. And then no we relation have Sage- to Kenny. No, well, maybe. <laughs> well, they have similar. Cash. They have similar hair. Yeah, maybe I get in on that cash and I I piece you guys later. You know what I'm saying? Get in on because Kenny G's worth something like three hundred mil easily. How, dude? He's playing in every dentist office there's ever been, man. and still making Super Bowl ads. Yeah, did That's, he make one this year? He was in one. Yeah, yeah. I missed it. Come on, and well, Sage. You said Sage was here. Sage. Too. Sorry. Sage the Spoon the, is here. Yeah. You'll you'll hear something about that in the next segment. Absolutely. But first, it's bubble watch time. Hello. K-State men's basketball has been the subject of the bubble the last, what, two or three weeks? Something like that. You know, they won four of the last five. They're feeling it right now, but the record is 14-11. and 11. And it's still weird to me that K-State at 14-11, and 11, but they are 6-7 and seven in Big 12 play. They are in the bubble talk. If you look at, I would say the majority of what you would call experts uh-huh. have cased it on the bubble. It's the next four out portion of it. Uh. So they're not in the first four out, but the next four. 
So they're on the outside looking in, but it's not impossible to get in. There's still that chance, but you don't want to blow it at this time when you're this close. The bubble watch gets really interesting because of K-State's record, of course. But also, it's not impossible to get in, and they don't have a bad game left on their schedule. No. Like, every game on the schedule that's left is beneficial towards building a better resume because it's all Big 12 teams. Yes. And you're talking about one of the best conferences, if not the best conference in college basketball. And right now, the Big 12 is projected to get seven in. K-State, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia are the three teams not projected to get into the uh, field of 68. Um, is it six? Yeah, it's 68, yeah, 68 right now because with yeah. all the play-ins. They got yeah. Iowa State going? So Iowa State right oh now is uh, is on the bubble. They are a part of the last four in. So <sighs> right now they'd be going to Dayton is, I guess, what the um, what Joe Lenardi is saying. He's the go-to, right? Yeah. When it comes yeah. to the bracketology. I think CBS Sports. I was looking at all of them. I think CBS Sports is the one that does not have K-State in the uh, in the next four out, huh. but there are the weirdos that have basketball games at eleven thirty instead of eleven. Like who starts a game at eleven thirty? That is weird to me. Yeah. Uh, and Jeff Goodman, I think, isn't that he don't like the cats at all. But Oklahoma is right now on the last four buys as the very last team, so they're kind of on the bubble of are they going to Dayton or not? So where I want to go from there, and with this bubble watch is how legit is it for K-State to get in? I think pretty legit. They have played a heck of a lot of quad one games, and they're five and eight. Five quad one wins is pretty good. If you go to that top five of the the net rankings, most of those teams are five or six wins out of the quad one. But they maybe only have one or two losses, you know? Um, and then the quad two, K-State is two and three. You would like some of those back. For instance, the TCU home game mm-hmm. is one of those you would want back. The Ole Miss game on the road is Ugh. one you would really want back. And as I did my research, and by the way, K-State quad three and four, which is the games you you got to take care of, of course, those are bad losses if you don't pick them up, and they're seven and zero. So K-State does not have a bad loss, although the worst loss would be looked at as Ole Miss. I thought that was the final nail in the coffin. And that was also K-State building a losing streak. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you didn't feel too confident because K-State went into Oxford and scored like 54 points. It was ugly. An ugly, ugly game that you had to win. One of the things that has intrigued me about the keeping track of where K-State is is that as you get deeper into the season, the losses to Marquette, to Illinois, to Arkansas – all help, actually, with where they sit right now because those are all high-quality teams. Auburn upset by Arkansas helps K-State's net a little bit or at least the look at them a little bit in the grand scheme of things because it makes Arkansas look that much better in the eyes of the committee. Marquette has been in the rankings. Illinois keeps filtering between 10 and 20 in the poll. And riding up and down, and they're in the mix of that of the Big Ten race. So you know, even if you take a look at the non-conference schedule, yeah, they're three losses, but they look good at least in terms of when the committee members sit down and start trying to evaluate teams that could be in those latter slots. I'm going to turn this around on you. I'm going to argue that it actually hurts K State that they lost those non-conference games to Illinois and Arkansas. 
because for some reason it, it, the net and all these metrics sure like it's confusing if, if you're trying to really break down by the numbers strength of schedule and all that and trying to figure out exactly where k-state should be i'm glad there's people out there that do the bracketology to figure that stuff out for us <laughs> yeah. because i'm not smart enough but I can tell you it's it's weird sometimes with the net ranking because Oklahoma, who I mentioned, is a part of the last four in that are not buy, or that are not in the last four. They're in the last four buys. Oklahoma is a fourteen and twelve team. K State's fourteen and eleven. The Sooners are worse in the Big Twelve than K State at four and nine, but their net ranking is thirty ninth. They've won three quad one wins. They have nine. Quad one losses. So not only have they have one less in the quad one than K-State, they've played less than mm-hmm. K-State in the quad one. Their quad two is four and two. And it like I mentioned with K-State earlier about the two and three in the quad two, you want some of those back. But Oklahoma we they play in the same conference as the as K-State. They're in the Big Twelve. We already know that's a tough road ahead of them still to come for casey in oklahoma they've already gone through a gauntlet earlier this year and the big 12 is projected to get seven in the strength of schedule is already built for those guys as a matter of fact it's a huge huge reason why k-state's on the bubble in the first place because the big 12 is so good but oklahoma in the non-con did pick up a couple of wins against top 25 opponents one of them is now a quad two victory. So even though it doesn't make a ton of sense, the quad two wins does feel like the big difference. If K-State did find a way to get that quad one victory over Marquette and pick up those quad two victories over the home game at, against TCU, which was a quad two, and also the Ole Miss road game, they might be flip-flopped. Yeah. Or at least K State would be actually in the field right now. I would think there. I would say there's no doubt about it right now. You flip those three games, no doubt about it. K State is in the field, solid eleven seed, something like that. I would say eleven seed. That's probably safe. Let's hit you with uh, OU's remaining schedule: at Iowa State Saturday, at Texas Tech Tuesday. They have Oklahoma State at home, West Virginia at home, and then close. Here with K State. That's tough. Um, that Iowa tough ish. Tough ish. Tough ish because a lot of road games. Right. Well, but K State's in that same boat. Road this weekend to Stillwater, Lawrence on Tuesday night. Yep. And then two of three at home because they're sandwiched around one final road game on K State's schedule. Texas Tech has not lost at home this year. Both teams play at Texas Tech yet. That's the that would be the one remaining road game that K State will face after they travel to Lawrence next Tuesday. Um, beyond that, you know the schedule actually breaks down highly similar to what K State's is the rest of the way, other than the fact that the Cats have KU, where Oklahoma has West Virginia. I wanted to point this out as well about the bubble watch, <laughs> and that is the difference between who you find in the last four in to the first four out or the next four out because K-State finds themselves in a group with other teams that wish they had better records, but they come from really strong conferences. Rutgers, 
is 16 and 9. See, and they shouldn't even be a bubble team. Florida is 16 and 10. Michigan is 13 and 10, but they're wow. right there with K-State wow. in uh, the outside looking in. And then take a look at the the first four or the last four and I get I'm getting it mixed up, but the last four in, you'll find Oregon. The Pac-12 is not strong, but Oregon is 17 mm-hmm. and 8. Mm-hmm. So they're right there on the threshold. BYU out of the West Coast Conference. There might be three teams. Correct. Three teams that would get in. You count but, San Francisco and Gonzaga. But I'll tell you that, that there again, you're in a situation where Gonzaga is running away with that conference and everybody else pales in comparison, even though the overall records are actually pretty good for, for San Francisco, for BYU, and for St. Mary's. But BYU, St. Mary's, there you go. That was another one I was thinking of. But BYU 19 and 8. And then you have Creighton, who's uh, along with Iowa State with the last four in, is 16 and 8. I'm struck by the fact that Rutgers is still on the bubble. They have won four straight against ranked teams. Man. Four straight. How in the heck have you not played yourself into the tournament yeah, when you really? do that? Yeah. Yeah. They might be like K State trying to battle their way they, back into things. No, and, and I can't they, tell you that. And about they are. Rutgers. I'm just I'm just saying in terms of just as you view it as a fan looking at that, how how do you not say that that's a tournament team right there? You know that that's the that's the challenge though of putting together the bracket. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, but as a fan, I look at that and I say, man, that's a team that is going to be a tough out for whomever right. when you get to the tournament. I my thing is with the net ratings. I I don't. Missouri State is one spot above K State, and if you look at the splits as far as quad one wins, quad two, even just amount of games played in those, it's gonna it'll make you throw up. The K State would smash Missouri State. Missouri State's nineteen and eight. We'd kill them. By the way, I was going to mention about Rutgers. I think their net is like seventy something. Yeah, they're, they're like one yeah. of the worst net teams when it comes to the bubble. Yeah, they're at they were at seventy five. Um, I'm looking. I don't know if this is this is as of February sixteenth. So they are at seventy five. Yeah, how about Un- that? Wichita State's above them. Creighton, Texas A and M, West Virginia. But I mean, you look at the guys ahead of K State, and it's kind of like I don't know. You you like to play that game. Where you say, would we beat them? Davidson, Oregon, Notre Dame, TCU, St. Louis, Dayton, Florida, BYU, Oklahoma State, Mississippi State, SMU, UAB, Belmont. I mean, where do Bel- we stack Belmont, Belmont's in the next four out with K-State. Me- Bel- and Belmont's 21-5. and five. They are good. I don't know if you've seen any Belmont. I watched a little bit of Belmont this year. They are good. Now, K-State right now is fifth in the Big 12 Conference, believe it or not, at 6-7. and seven. So there's only four Big 12 teams with a winning record in conference play. Jeez. But I'll argue Oklahoma State is that one game that's on the road that you absolutely must win. Oh, yeah. Absolutely must win. And then Oklahoma at home. Like, those are the two that I would consider the easiest left on K-State's schedule that are absolutely must win and crucial for uh, getting out of the – next four out and getting into that field of 68. Let's take a timeout because Big Steve is heading in next to bring us some Do They Know It. They know sports, they know jokes, and even best dating advice. But we're going to test their knowledge of music, movies, and TV shows right now on Do Do They they Know It? 
We're back on the game, News Radio KMAN, another edition of Do They Know It? Last week, just to recap, we had uh, Troy and Sage on team. They went by the team name Eight Eyes. Mm-hmm. They got five points. And then we had Mitch and David G, the Tortilla Boys with a Z, <laughs> six points. One point deficit. On that game. It was one of those things where the score looked closer than it actually was. I mean, yeah. we we mopped those t- fools. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, I think you also like, right here. Made fun of, I think you also made fun of Sage last episode, yeah, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that did happen. You know, like, I kind of like, I want to let everybody know that we treat Steve, we, see, we treat Big Steve and Sage... Sometimes people think we treat them poorly. It's true. You know, <laughs> yeah, you it's know. okay. I treat you poorly too, big guy. Yeah, and I don't like Poor you guys. Like, what's this wee stuff, Kimosabe? Oh, wait a minute. You got a mouse All in right. your bucket? So we're going to stick with those same teams, but we obviously need new team names. So Mitch and Dave G, what's your guys' team name this week? We are Pete the Pistol. Pete the Pistol. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, Troy and Sage, what's your guys' team yeah, name this week? Be- and it becomes obvious why they're Pete the Pistol. We're Mac the Knife. Yep. <laughs> there <you> go. <laughs> Everything all works out. All right. So you should know how this is played by now, but just for giggles, we'll recap how we play this. There's three categories. Well, yeah, Big Steve. We have new listeners every day. That is true. This so, audience is only growing bigger. Okay. Well, we're still going to go over the rules. The audience got <laughs> bigger. He's still Happy writing Gilmore. that. He, he, what? No. <laughs> the puppy yeah. got bigger. That was like from episode one. <laughs> Anyways, there's Sorry. three categories. Movies, TV shows, music. You got two options. A category. You tell me which option. I play the sound. If it's a movie, I'm looking for the movie title, the name of the actor or actress. For TV, I'm looking for the name of the show, the name of the character. And then for music, obviously song title and artist. Each answer is worth a point. Unlimited steals for today. So if they know half the answer and your team knows the other half and you can steal it, go for it. It's what we call around here a classic game. Mm -hmm. Do they know it? Yes. (laughs) Old school. It's not arcade mode. No, classic. Oh, classic. Straight classic. All right, game number eight. We'll start it off. Dave G. Mitch, it's your guys' coin toss. What you call him? You know, I'm usually a Tails guy. So I'm going to go Tails. That's rather personal. Yes. Yes. All right. So that means, so you called tails, right? Yeah. All right, so they're on heads, which means they get it because we pulled heads. I need oh to get a physical my coin. God. <laughs> I need to really get a physical oh, coin. I this thing, angry. Google's rigged, all right? Oh. Yeah. You don't say. Really? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Troy, Sage, it's your move. Full board, what you going with? Um, you want to try, like, let's try one of the TV shows. Sure. I feel like we never start with those. Let's go with A. TVA, you got it. Attention students, the tropical storm has changed course and has been upgraded to a hurricane. It could hit town at any moment. Don't worry, we have an emergency plan. It's called talking it through. Now who here thinks the hurricane was caused by something bad they did? And I will remind you, for movies and TV, you get one replay. Okay, so I think I know the show, I think. Okay. I think it's Bob Ber- Bob's Burgers. Is that your answer? Yes. Yes. I don't know the character, though. You want to take a wild guess? Oh, I really can't think of who the character would be. I mean, honestly, because we know it's not Bob. Yeah, it's yeah. not Bob. <laughs> it's none of the family. It's, it's, not, it's not L. John's voice, no. <laughs> oh, I do not no. know. So you're passing? Yeah. All right, Mitch. Dave G. I've seen maybe two Bob's yeah, two Burgers episodes. episodes. My girlfriend and her kids get on me about that. I 
I, love, I make fun of it, but I never win. You I know? love Bob's Burgers, but I I don't know. I don't okay. Know. Well, how, wait, wait, how do you how do you love the show and not know anything I know. about it? <laughs> I know. I know. All right. Well, since nobody has an answer, that is Philip Fron, the guidance counselor mm-hmm. at the kids' school. See, that is isn't the main guy. It, it, yeah. It, it is a main guy. Like every episode. No. No. no, no not no. every episode, but he is in Man. quite a few of them. Tough. He is in quite a few of them. Tough. Bringing it. All right, so that means that, uh, Troy and Sage, you guys are at least on the board. One point here. So, Mitch and Dave G, your move. You got both movies, both music and TVB. You know what? I, I, I'm going to go ahead and pick the first one. I think song A is going to be the easy one. All right, here we go. We were victims of the night. The chemical, physical, kryptonite. Help us to the base and fade in light. I mean, you can't go to Bramlage or the Bill without hearing it once. <laughs> um, God. Um, I'm sure DG just wants me to take it. I, I think I know the name of the song. I, well, I think I do, too. Okay, 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 okay. I don't know the guy. Is it just Shut Up and Dance? Okay, there it we is. go. Okay, okay, no, this is the point. So I, I, I know the one artist. of the words in the artist's name. Okay. But I can't remember the whole name. And okay. Sage knows. Mm-hmm. So. And I do too. It's funny, for everybody listening, like as that was playing, Mitch just straight up face palmed. He's like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, Troy and I are over So we're tied at one. Trying to get one. this next point here to take the lead. I don't exactly remember the name. Um,. Take a guess. Is it? I, I'm going to take a guess. Is it Walk the Moon? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. And they jump to a two-one lead here. Let's go. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that whole thing. By the way, I just wanted to see what you brought to the table. He's just saying that. I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> All right, Troy Sage. Suspicious. Yeah. Your move. You got both movies, TVB guess, and Music B. I guess it's your pick this time. Um. Oh, let's clear out a movie A. All right, movie A. Yes, there are, Zoe. That's why I'm here. I think we're going to need a little more cooperation. From now on, you listen to me, and I'll listen to you, too. That sounded like um, Vin Diesel. Uh Uh-huh. And it sounded like the pacifier, if you are with me on that. But if you're not with me on that... (laughs) No, it's about as good a guess as we're going to get. That's what I'm... Is that your answer? Yeah. Well, you're correct on both. (laughs) And they just shot up 3-2 now. Let's go. That is indeed the pacifier with Vin Diesel. So all the B's left is... All the B's left. Take your pick. I feel like we should knock out the other song. Let's do it. All right. Let's go to the other song. Hustlers shooting eight ball, throwing darts at the wall, feeling down near ten feet tall. Here she comes, Lord help us all. OTW's girlfriend unslapped him out his chair. Poor old boy, it ain't his fault. It's so hard not to stop. Well, it's honky tonk badonka donk or something uh-huh. like that. I'm <laughs> close to it. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the name. You know who it's by though. It Trace Adkins. Yes, very good. Yeah! 
didn't see it's them a very getting that close one. Game I did week. not see them getting that one. I know Troy looks so confident. Hey, we took the lead, four to three, baby. Yeah. Let's go. That's it's a very go. close game. <laughs> Constantly. This changes. is getting. This is getting. My adrenaline's good. It's what I call a seesaw matchup. <laughs> it's what I call a real honky tonk badonkadonk. Yeah. If you know what I mean, you, boys. Yeah, I do. I do. All and right. Girl. So you guys have TVB and Movie B. What you going with? We Oops. just did a movie. I mean, we can yeah. try the TV again. Well, sure. TV. Okay. TVB. Final answer? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm the wild card. I'm the guy who looks at the reality in front of him and refuses to accept it. Like right now, I should be terrified, right? But I'm not. Because I just can't stop thinking about the movie True Lies. You know, where Arnie's strapped to the chair and shot full of truth serum. He picks his cuffs and kills everybody. You have 30 seconds to live, Selene. Oh, that sounds so familiar. But I can't think of what it is. Yeah, I'm out on that Do one. Do you need a replay? Yeah. All right, here's your replay. I'm the wild card. I'm the guy who looks at the reality in front of him and refuses to accept it. Like right now, I should be terrified, right? But I'm not. Because I just can't stop thinking about the movie True Lies. You know, where Arnie's strapped to the chair and shot full of truth serum. He picks his cuffs and kills everybody. You have 30 seconds to live, Selene. Is it Dexter? Ugh. It is not Dexter. Ah, shoot. Well, Mitch, Dave G, you want to try to steal? I mean, we can win it right here. If you know. If you know, yeah. Do you have any guesses? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> is it... Is it 24? Oh! <laughs> All right. So that one was kind I, of a deep dig. Yeah, that is I'm, NCIS, and uh, that is Agent Dinozo. Every, the guy that's always getting slapped in the back of the head by every, Gibbs. Really? Every listener that's above 55 is like, that's NCIS! That's the easy one! <laughs> Dude, I'm not above 55, and I love NCIS. Come on! <laughs> wow. Which one? New York, Las Vegas, Miami, The original NCIS, all right. Oh, my God. Easy with that 55 joke. Troy was almost very offended. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Troy! Still, I've still got five years to go. Get Come him. on. Get him, Troy. All right, so that leaves Mitch and Dave G with the last movie option. So here's your audio. I'm, I'm yeah! Monkey! Oh, yeah. I got it. Jumanji. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Actor? It is the late great Robin Williams. Wow, Mitch. Wow. And that's the game. We Mitch. have Pete the Pistol <laughs> yeah. six to Mac the Knife three. Mitch is the ringer. Mitch is the one you want on your team. A not Sage at all. Okay, but I want to say a lot of this game does come down to which category you yep. pick at what time That's and yep. that one just so happened to be like oh nobody knew the yeah. show but everybody knew the if movie. you remember they were leading a movie for a moment there yeah. mm-hmm. they were they were they could so have we, totally we walked away with the points what a dumb not. decision that was oh, by you. them and on top of it an age joke which means i'm going to make sure that he gets all of the aarp mailings early <laughs> Yeah, don't rough up my teammate, all right? We're in this together. Sorry. Well, that does it for... Why don't you remind everybody of that final score once again? (laughs) Again, the final score. Pete the Pistol, six to Mac the Knife, three. Mm -hmm. Comfortable victory pulled away at the end. Yeah, that it was. Cats. Cats! All right, we'll send you to a break. More of the game up next here on News Radio KMAN.
We continue with the game on KMAN. I'm Mitch Fortner with Troy Coverdale, David G, and Sage Williams in the studio with us as well today. We're now joined by the head coach of the K-State women's basketball team. That is Jeff Mitty, as his team right now is 17-8 on the season with a 7-6 record in Big 12 play. Uh, coach, before we get to the actual action on the floor, uh, I do want to bring up what you tweeted out eight hours ago, uh, you announcing that your wife Shanna has been diagnosed with breast breast cancer, and I'm sure that was uh, earlier today really hard to type out and and send that tweet out to the K State family to let them know about what's going on. But how uh, how is she doing right now? Yeah, you know, Mitch. Uh, yeah, thanks. She's doing great. Um, you know, it. Uh, you know, I think. Uh, you know, it's interesting because um, she feels great. Wouldn't even know it, but uh, early detection, early going to get her annual test, all those things are critical. And, and so, um, you know, she feels great. You wouldn't, uh, you know, she's, yeah, she, you wouldn't even know. Fortunately, we do know that's the positive side is we do know. And so we, we found out about a month ago. And so we, as I said, in my tweet, we, we just went through a series of, uh, of meetings and finding out some things and information, all that stuff. And then kind of why this week was, uh, Monday, we had our final meetings with her team of doctors, and by Tuesday, we had formalized the plan and, and got that, uh, told the team on Tuesday, and so uh, just Shanna kind of wanted to get it out there and kind of get it in the rearview mirror as she kind of begins this next phase of things, and so, um, yeah, so decided today was our off day, and certainly you know, you know, you're going to deal with calls and, you know, a lot of support have come across and we're appreciative of all of it, but she's doing great. And, and just, uh, you know, trying to get ready for that next phase, which we know will be difficult and, um, just trying to prepare herself uh, for that. Yeah. And, and please pass along to her, everybody here from K-Man and from Manhattan Broadcasting. We're pulling for her thoughts and prayers with you guys as you go through this process of her fighting against this this deadly disease, and I'm so glad to hear that it was caught early and uh, should be able to beat it, according to your, your tweet here. Um, KU uh, Med Center, how has it been working with them? You know, they've been great. Yeah, they've been great. Um, I mean, the only downfall is I got to look at some, you know, Jayhawk license places that go in there. But um, they've, been, uh, they've been fantastic, great team of doctors, great people. Uh, they've been fantastic, and um, you know when you go in there, it is um, you got a lot of people going through tough stuff, you know, and just like any, just like any hospital visits, and so you feel for everybody in there, and you know we know obviously there's there's lots of people out there, you know we've got the uh, play for K game this week, and and so uh, there are lots of women out there that are dealing with this or have survived it and um, are doing great. So, um, yeah, KU Med Center is first class, one of the tops in the country, and uh, we're fortunate to have them close by. Speaking with K-State women's basketball coach Jeff Mitty, well, coach speaking uh, of the Jayhawks, I'm going to bring up the game that she had over the weekend in Lawrence at Allen Fieldhouse, and you fall to the Jayhawks 63-51, which is losing to KU. That's a sentence that's rarely been talked about uh, during your time here at K-State, but I, I suppose, I would imagine, the, the huge bugaboo in that one was just the one for 22 from three-point range. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we couldn't make a shot, and 
And obviously, the way we're built with our post presence with Lee, when you can't make a shot, it gets really crowded in there and tough. So we just couldn't make one. Not only could we not make one, we started off the game over 18. And, um, you know, when that happens, I think players start to press. They start to think way too much about it. And, and then it just kind of snowballs on you, which it did against us. And uh, this is KU's best team. And uh, they certainly uh, took advantage of it. I give our group credit, though, because we were right there fighting back and still couldn't make a shot. And uh, it takes a lot to do that when you're, you know, the numbers we put up, four, I think it was 4.5% from three. Um, it was amazing that we were, even had an opportunity to be in the game at the end. You have multiple players that feel really comfortable with shooting the three, so what happens after you get back to Manhattan? Are they jumping right into the gym and getting some shots up? Yeah, 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 no doubt. I mean, that's the only way you can do it. It's going to hope that things get better. Um, no, you've got to get in the gym, and you've got to work at it, and we've had them there. And I do think, as I said after the game, we needed a mental refresher. The bye week uh, has provided us some of that. So that balance of getting in the gym, um, today was our off day as well. Um, so we've been able to get a couple little breaks here, but yet I saw a bunch of players in the gym today working on their own, and we've had two really uh, solid practices uh, in between, and we'll get back on the court tomorrow. So um, the bye week came at a good time for us. I had felt like we were grinding through it. You know, you talk about the home games, TCU, we really had to grind that one out. Uh, Texas Tech, that one thing, that was tough grind all the way. So. Um, hopefully this is uh, this will refresh us and get ready for the final five games of the regular season. Hey, you mentioned the bye week. No, uh, no game this week until you play on Sunday against Oklahoma State. And you shared a tweet about you were out recruiting and Shanna went with you and you, you promised her dinner and it was a picture of at a, at a Casey's. So I'm guessing you got a Casey's pizza for dinner that night? I did. She she was way better than I was. I just went by the slice, you know. I I had uh, we had uh, yeah we had uh, gone across the state recruiting and uh, um, I, I kind of joked that uh, well Valentine's Day was Monday, so we spent all day Monday in Kansas City with her doctors. Mm. So you know, great great Valentine's, right? And so the next day I needed to go recruiting. I said, you you want to go with me? I'll buy you dinner. And she kind of chuckled. All right, where are we going? I said, well, there's not going to be a lot of places. Um, but anyway, no, Casey did not disappoint. Uh, the pizza was great. I saw a tweet earlier today about a billboard of Aoka Lee, and, and the caption there is, come see All-American Aoka Lee and come to Bramlage, get your tickets at kstatesports.com. Aoka Lee has received every, just about every honor you could get during the season, but, I mean, a billboard is certainly up there. What <laughs> Do you know her reaction to knowing now that there's a billboard of her out there? <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, um, our group's done a great job of uh, promoting the, the tournament. I'm really proud of our administration and uh, marketing and that group of just, we talked about that early, uh, that we needed to be the leaders in promoting the Big 12 tournament. You know, we're excited that it's in Kansas City. And Kansas City on the women's side has not had a chance in the pandemic. You know, it has not since it came back to Kansas City. It got canceled two years ago. Last year, limited fans. It just hasn't had a chance. So this is the first chance that Kansas City really has to show that it's grown since it lost the tournament. So our group's done a great job. It's uh, fantastic. And certainly, um, 
anything we can put up in Kansas City to help our recruiting and help our awareness of our basketball program, I'm all for Yeah, absolutely. It does promote the Big 12 tournament, which is March 10th through the 13th at Municipal Auditorium, so not too far from the T-Mobile Center. But up next, Coach, you have uh, the Oklahoma State Cowgirls in town on Sunday for a 3 o'clock tip. And they're right now 8-14, and 14, but they've won a couple of their last two games. And yep. from what I remember about them, and I'll let you break them down for us, is just uh, they struggle offensively, but they're one of the best in the Big 12 defensively. Do I have that right? Yeah, you got that dead on. Um, and that has really maintained. I, I the, the, the challenge with them is I think their offense has come along lately. Um, they're knocking way more threes down than they were early in the year, um, and their defense is still uh, suffocating. So uh, they have got uh, – they're one of the leaders in steals. You know, they just beat Texas Tech, who Texas Tech just went in and won last night at Oklahoma. So – I've said this numerous times, Mitch, and it continues to bear it out that this is the best the league's ever been. I mean, Texas Tech was 2-10 and 10 in the league, and their two wins were Texas and us. And now their third win in the league is at Oklahoma, which prior to that game was the number two seed in the NCAA tournament. So uh, the league is the strongest it's ever been, and uh, Oklahoma State has a win over Texas Tech um, a week ago. So they're playing pretty good basketball. And, of course, this is the Play for K game, like you mentioned. Uh, the team's going to be wearing their pink, and it's to celebrate cancer survivors during the game. Fans will have the opportunity to learn more about local cancer fighting efforts, of course. But also what I remember, and I know the wear of coaches, like what they wear to the games is more relaxed than it was a couple of years ago. But do you still have the pink vest? <laughs> you know, that's a great question. I don't – I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. Um did I wear that last year? Um, I got to remember if I wore it last year or not, but uh, I do still have the pink vest. That was given to me a long time ago. Um, I'll definitely uh, pull. I'll, I'll definitely see if I've got that. All right, Coach. Well, the game Sunday is at 3 o'clock. Brambridge Coliseum hosting the Oklahoma State Cowgirls, televised on ESPNU, of course, right here on K-Man. Or you can head out to the game and go check it out. The attendance looks like it's going to be pretty good for that one. So, Coach, uh, appreciate your time, and, and good luck against the Cowgirls in a few days. Thank you, Mitch. And and thanks to uh, everybody that's reached out, Twitter and all that. Uh, my wife and I really appreciate it. So thank you guys as well, and uh, we'll see you Sunday, okay? All right, once again, that is K-State women's basketball coach Jeff Mitty. I spent a, probably a good 20 minutes earlier today just kind of reading through all the tweets that Shanna Mitty was receiving, not only her, but also Coach Mitty on his tweet uh, about the uh, wishes and, and uh, best wishes and prayers going out to Shanna Mitty as she's battling now breast cancer. We'll take a timeout, and we'll finish hour one of the game up next.